0: Monday. That's all I got. You know I lost every college bet on Saturday? (laughs) That's two weeks in a row. Dude, so last week, Saturday, last Saturday, I lose every college bet. Yeah. And Sunday, I lose every pro bet. So I'm back this Saturday, right? I'm going to dig myself out of this hole. You know what? You came back. You don't go out losing. You got to go out winning. I lose every bet on Saturday. It's now officially a bloodbath, right? Yeah. So yesterday... I lose just about every... I think, were there big, any big upsets? I know there were some close games, but were there big upsets? It was just, it, it was like teams that should be covering, like, point spreads. They're not covering yeah. po- They're winning by, like, three or four points. One team was favored by 17 and a half points. I bought it down to 16 and a half. I think they won by three points. Like, how does that even happen? <laughs> so yesterday, right, by one game back, I'm like, I got the Cardinals, right? It's a lock. Minus, I think they were a nine and a half. So it's tied at half, right? they kick a field. They go kick a 70 or some yard field goal. The guy from the Jaguars takes the ball. Yeah, runs it, I saw this. Runs it all the way back. Uh, that's my life, dude. That's my gambling life. I'm like, I, I, are you It's, kidding it's me? actually a rule that I had forgotten. That the guy tried, to, I think it was 69 yards. It would have been the longest field goal kick in NFL history. Yeah. And uh, I forgot that the ball's in play on a field goal kick, but it never happens because usually a kicker will at least knock it out of the end zone. Sure. Yeah, now the game's tied at seven. I'm <laughs> yeah. giving nine and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching this this guy takes the ball and I'm I'm yelling at the screen, I'm like, hey, hey dummies, you know he can run this all the way back. I'm like, like it looked like tech mobile. Yeah. Because yeah. he was it it wasn't like he was untouched. He was like he had guys jumping behind him. Like, he had guys hitting him and bouncing off him. I'm watching fat guys on the other team look at this guy like, well, wait a minute. Why is he running it back? I'm like, he's running it back because he can. It was 103 yards. Yeah. yeah. And they score. And yeah. they, and they score. No, 106 yards. 109. 109 yards. At the very end, yeah. I'm like, this is my gambling life. I'm going to lose. Now, the Cardinals actually came back and covered, so that that worked out well for me, but I'm like, this is just, this is my life in gambling. Why do I do it? I don't know why I do it. Because it makes it fun. It is fun, man. Cause there, I'm watching the Cardinals you game. Yeah, you, uh, the Car- Cardinals-Jaguars. Yes. Yeah, never would have watched that game. Yeah, none. Uh, everybody, it's Monday, brand new work week. We're gonna have some fun this week. Uh, we got those f- uh, Maury's Pier passes, Oktoberfest down in the Wildwoods this weekend. Uh, so we'll uh, hit you up with uh, four packet tickets for Maury's Pier. Very cool. And, uh, uh, yeah, uh, ZXL Workforce Employee Day. We'll do that around 7.15, so hang tight for that. Uh, your first pick of the morning is not going to happen again. No, uh, no, no, me and you both, uh, we looked into it. Uh, our computer system is still uh, in a state of uh, frozen. Uh, it's like it's uh, in carbonite, so. and we just can't break it out. So now uh, Lando has worked with the— uh, with the Empire, <laughs> and our, our computer system is now being uh, shipped uh, via the uh, Bounty Hunter uh, to uh, to Darth Vader. Which means we're going to take a quick timeout, regroup, get headlines ready for you, and come right back. So don't go anywhere. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! thing sucks. I'm Scotty. Good morning. Here's some news for you. New Jersey yesterday reported another 2,200 confirmed COVID-19 cases and 17 more confirmed deaths as hospitalizations continued to drop in transmission rate. Well, it fell slightly. The state has seen 27,323 total deaths from the virus in more than 17 months. 24. 1550 are confirmed while 2773 are considered and eh, maybe Atlantic City is getting a $50,000 state grant to help with a redevelopment plan the money goes towards helping the city come up with a new use for the site of the former Trump Plaza casino The Atlantic City set to Atlantic City is set to receive the $50,000 state grant to help with the redevelopment plan the site is now vacant Along the Atlantic City boardwalk. It closed in 2014 and it had fallen into disrepair before being blown up. Fifty thousand dollars doesn't sound like a whole lot. It's not does a whole it? it's not no. a lot. That that'll cover like a uh, getting a permit. Yeah. Like what are you gonna do there? I don't know to make it a park. There you go. Uh Walmart will not be offering a layaway option to its customers this upcoming holiday season as the company did in the past. Uh the big box retailer allowed customers to put a deposit down on items and make payments towards those items. While they were placed on hold, the retailer did not charge interest on these items. That's very important. They didn't charge interest. Instead, Walmart has come up with their own plan called Affirm, where customers can now buy now, pay later. Here's how that works. Oh boy, here we go. When customers buy something, they have three to 24 months to pay it off. Here's where Walmart starts to make their money. Customers must submit an application for a loan with interest rates between 10% and 30%. Yeah, you don't know it, dummies. You just signed up for a credit card. Yes, that's, that, that's exactly that's what, what it is. That's what this is, is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so Walmart got to the point where they're like, we're not making any money off layaway. Yeah. Okay, all right. Now we know. Let's start charging interest. My parents used to do that. It was so embarrassing, man. It was that little door, half door, all the way in the back of the <laughs> store, I think at a Kmart. I know the one you're talking I was like, about. i like, I don't know, man. Dad works hard enough. My, can't we just buy it? Uh, that's news. What about sports? Pirates beat the Phil 6-0 in a Phil's must-win game yesterday. They're off today and have a very important series with the Braves that kicks off tomorrow. They're two and a half games back from the Braves in the NL East. Uh, the U.S. reclaimed the Ryder Cup. They handed Europe its worst loss, I think, ever, 19-9 over the weekend. Eagles-Cowboys tonight for Monday Night Football. And uh, 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 what's his name? The Simmons kid. Ben, Sims. ben Simmons. Ben yeah. Benjamin. Yeah. yeah, so this kid, what a mess uh, for, it is for the Sixers. Sixers told him, because I guess he's held up in L.A., we'll fly out to L.A. this week, and we'll meet with you and your people. We'll figure something out. Yeah, you know the players we're going to go to? Ben Simmons came back and said, no, nah, don't worry about no, it. No, he's not coming back. He's uh, done. There yeah. you go. Uh, that's news. That's sports. Brought to you by a Party. 3112 Fire Road in EHT. Call a Party at 609-641-2451 or visit them online at froomeaparty.com. And by GMS Law. With offices in Atlantic City, Northfield, Rio Grande, and Vineland to serve you, call 609-344-7131 or visit gmslaw.com. Sunny today, high up to 79, clear tonight, overnight low at 64 tomorrow for your Tuesday. Clouds and a possible thunderstorm and a high up to 80. 63 outside right now, 100.7. ZXL, South Jersey's Rock Station ZXL morning show. I think my neighbors are playing with fire here. Okay. I don't know. Are we talking meth house? I hope not. You know what? They, uh, they're they doing this thing now, and I don't know if I agree with it 100%. Now, I'm trying to think of back when I was a kid, how old I was when my parents let me start doing things like by myself where they could, you know, I would get off the bus by myself and hang out at home for a little bit before they got home. Uh, it's interesting you bring this up. Last night in the car, me and my wife were talking about this, and I was third grade. My parents gave me a key to the house. I got home at three o'clock, and I was home alone until four fifteen when my mom got home from work. So that was an hour and fifteen minutes every day, uh, Monday through. Well, I was Monday through Friday while I was at school. I know I was fifth grade. I do. I do remember fifth grade. Before that, I don't know. Maybe my mom wasn't working. I, I'm not sure. Maybe they just didn't trust me. I don't know. But I know my uh, my it was neighbor, also a different. And I hate to say that, but it was a different time. It did feel like a different like, time. I, I, I feel it? like uh, me in third grade. I feel like sometimes me in third grade is smarter than an eighth grader now. Why well, no? More kid, responsible. Like my kids in third grade, but I remember being in my neighborhood at third grade. I was riding all through the neighborhood. You couldn't see my yeah. house. I would just ride. I mean, my, I was oh, well, playing in the woods and everything else. I mean, I was, I was so far away from my parents. I was also allowed to start cooking dinner. Right. Yeah. I was allowed to use the oven, and and this is third grade. I look at my little guy, he's in third grade now, and I'm like, yeah, he ain't staying home by himself. Like, I feel bad, man. He ain't man. ready. So my uh, my neighbors, like, their schedule is just a little bit off where, like, they both have to be out of the house about a half hour before school starts. So they started doing this thing where they just, they were asking the neighbors to do it, and it got to be too much, because everybody has their own routine in the morning. So they had, you know, they didn't want to pay somebody to do it, so they left their kids there, like, in the morning, by themselves for a little bit, which, I mean, we're all pretty close as far as neighbors, so if something went wrong, yeah, I get it. But, like, Saturday, man, I'm watching football outside, and the, and, and the boys kind of hanging on the fence wants we to come play with my kids. And I'm like, eh, you know what? I was like, my kids play by themselves. They're fine. To find out, like, he went to go coach a soccer game. A uh, soccer uh, soccer his game, game, a soccer, yeah, a soccer game, yes, game. That's but what his, they play. His daughter plays uh, soccer, so he went to coach that. So he let them both home by themselves. Now, my kids get along pretty well. I've seen their kids before where they get in, like, really, like, hitting matches and stuff where the daughter just beats yeah. the hell out of the hell Let's put some money on them. And I'm like, damn, I'm like— You don't have a good college football day, right, on Saturday? Let's start betting on kids fighting. Like, I know if I left my kids— I thought about that, too, over the weekend, too, if I could just jet out and do stuff. And I'm like, nah, I just don't trust it yet. Now, I think my kids would be fine. I don't know if anything could go wrong. Oh, yeah, lots could go wrong. I mean, I think about when our parents left us alone. Because here's the thing, if something went wrong— I don't even think we had nine one one set up yet, right? And you I, had to you had to call the actual police station, and I don't even know if we were close enough with our neighbors to go over there. I mean, usually they were like just old people that we saw occasionally, I, and we'd go help them. It might be a little different with phones now because you're in constant connect. Like if a parent did have to leave, they could literally be on Facetime the entire time with their kids. But like, I would not trust uh, my little guy home alone with you know starting the range right. or the stove or the oven. You know, uh, you know, to uh, running anything, I barely trust my kids to turn lights on and off. But like the daughter has like a little iPhone watch, so I guess she could call the parents. But you know, if I was to get out to leave my kids by, I don't even have a house phone though know, for anybody to for yeah, them see, to call very, anybody. It's, so it's a know? it's a little more yeah. dangerous. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think I think we had said ten next year. Little guy gets a phone. Uh, maybe then, maybe maybe for like I don't know. What's that? Uh, ten years old? Ten get years phone? old? For, yeah. yeah, ten years old. He'll get a phone. But then I leave him alone in the house. I don't know. You know, I, I know my mom, she left some days earlier than me. You know what she did? She kicked me outside. Yeah. If it was a school day, <laughs> I, 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 I got, she locked the door behind her, and I had to wait on my front porch till the bus got there. Now, my kid can make two things. Well, he can make one thing, which is popcorn. He knows how to make popcorn. He jumps up on the counter like a spider yeah. monkey. Two Puts minutes it in there. on the microwave. Two poop. minutes, that's it. Now... The other day, he did want to warm up some rice that we got from this Chinese food Uh, place, right? See, now we're playing with fire. Now we're gambling here a little bit. Well, yeah, because he took the Chinese food container— yeah. And the metal handle. Yep, 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 uh-huh, uh-huh. And put it all into the microwave. Look, we're not there yet, yeah. Shocking that nothing sparked or I don't know what they make this metal thing out of. I, I don't know if it's real metal or whatever. Put it in for 30 seconds, not a spark. Yeah. But I mean, it doesn't understand the concept yet of what goes into the microwave. Like, I could see him putting a plate in there probably with a fork yeah. if nobody was watching. My little guy likes to make eggs. And, uh, and, I, I, and 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 I the deal is, you can do it, but I have to be in the kitchen sure. with you. Yeah, yeah. It's a smart move for you. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know, man. Once again, third grade me, late 80s third grade me, I really feel like is like an eighth grader now. Yeah, we just, I don't know. We were just tough, man. I guess because I was doing so many things, like, for the parents anyway, because they were both working. Like, I would make dinner and do stuff. Yeah, you know? like, I'd start the process of dinner and yeah. then i remember as soon as oprah came on i knew my mom would be home in a couple minutes there you go because oprah came on at four and my mom got home at 4 15 yeah so as soon as oprah came on all right mom will be home in just a couple there minutes you, go. you got the sweetest sausage it's you know if you make it in a pan sort got of kind going. yeah like that's it mom would have gravy already on the range and like you had to turn it on and we had gas like you are playing with fire this isn't on an electric range. I guess do, I do remember that. No, just put the tray in the microwave, or no, put it in the oven and set it for three twenty-five. Mom know, will be home in a little bit. Things happen. What if the pilot light went out? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the, the house just blows up. Uh, look, we get back. We'll uh, knock out some rock news. Jojo and Scotty, rock news. Here's some rock news for you. The Rolling Stones may be touring without Charlie Watts. He passed away last month. It's the first time really ever in their 59-year history. Uh, but their production manager said there's still a piece of Charlie in the show. A lot of people didn't know this, but Charlie was very integral in the stage design when the Rolling Stones went on out on tour. So if you're going to see the No Filter tour, it's a very small tour they're doing. I think it's only maybe like a half dozen shows. Uh, and it's the same stage setup as when they came to Philly before COVID. Uh, that was help uh, set up by Charlie Watts. Wow, in honor of him, that's good. It not, he apparently he almost every tour they did he had a hand in how the design looked on stage. So you can't change it. Uh, so they said this is going to honor Charlie. Now uh, it's a continuation. He did the artwork and all of that, said the production designer, pointing to the stage setup, uh, which I guess kicked off last night. Now, they knew that uh, there was going to be someone filling in for him on this leg of this tour, like these half dozen shows. Uh, They just didn't know Charlie wasn't ever going to play with them again. They they had figured Charlie would beat whatever he had. It looks like I think it was cancer, or some people said heart issues. Uh, They thought he would beat it and uh, come back and play with the Stones, and it just didn't happen that Mm. way. Uh, But they said the guy filling in for Charlie is very capable. uh, He's very good. And uh, now you can still get a piece of Charlie Watts if you're going to see the Rolling Stones on this very small tour to finish up the No Filter tour. Uh, Rob Zombie. He's very busy right now. He's doing a couple shows here in the States, a lot of festivals. But he's also in the midst of doing the Munsters movie. And uh, this is happening over in Budapest. They're recreating 1313 Mockingbird Lane, which very is very cool. Yeah, they're doing the house and everything. And he put up pictures over the weekend. The house is almost done, right? 1313 Mockingbird Lane. So is the inside similar no, to the house? No, this is all outside. The outside? So okay. right now they're doing the neighborhood. Gotcha. And they're doing all the because uh, the insides will be a studio, but the outside shots have to be a house. You know, they want it to look real. So they're going to have all the outside shots, and it's almost done. Uh, He's been very vocal online about uh, updating everyone on the Munster's progress, including a look at costumes and makeup effects for the shoot. Uh, No release date for the film so far, and uh, there haven't been casting announcements. There's been a lot of rumors on who will be cast, uh, but uh, he's trying to let everyone in on what's happening, and the big one this weekend was the wooden frame and you can you can see it coming together that the monster's home is almost done in Budapest. Even if you're not going to do the inside, yes. you should at least be able to open the front doors and see spot underneath the, uh, under stair- staircase. Under the stairs. That, that was such a big deal the show. Yeah. You know, that's it's always weird like that. Like the the Brady Bunch house, they just did that where for years it was the outside of the home. You saw it you know on the show, but the inside of the home was in a studio somewhere. So, the, so the home that you saw the outside on the show—if you opened up that door, it's not the Brady Bunch house. I remember being disappointed watching the show Cheers. I think it was like fifth or sixth grade. We went to Boston, and you could see where the uh, staircase yeah. goes down to the but bar. But it's not the bar. No, you open the door. The door—it was like it was all dark and small. I'm like, this doesn't look like the bar at all. Yeah, yeah, it's because those are on sound stages. Yeah. So they do. But then last year, maybe two years ago. The Brady Bunch kids bought the house. You know, once again, the, I think it was TLC, whatever yeah. <laughs> channel. They bought the house, uh, the Brady Bunch house, and then made the inside of the house look like the Brady Bunch house. They they had the cool steps, man. The house looked awesome. Those steps, how they ever got okayed by any type of inspector? <laughs> they were in the they, they like because they look like they they levitated. Right? They, they had huge openings oh, after yeah. each yeah, step. Not safe for a kid, no. Oh, my Any kid yeah. under the age of three is yeah. falling through those st- That's why they never had a baby on the show. Luckily, it was a blended marriage, and the kids were already teenagers by the time that they had to walk up those horrible stairs. Poor Alice lived in the broom closet next to the washing machine. And I would never let my children sleep on those bunk beds. Did you see how flimsy those bunk beds were? <laughs> they were cardboard. <laughs> it, was, it was awful. Uh, Motley Crue, their bassist, his name is Nikki Six. You may have heard of him. He just sold his house in California. How much do you think he got for it? $600,000. $5.1 million. Oh, way uh, off. He bought it for four point one, so he made a cool mill uh, in the six years of having the house. Where's he going? Texas, like everybody else? No, man. During COVID, him and the family packed up. Wyoming. Good for him. Li- lives on a big old ranch out in Wyoming. And I'll tell you. I watch a show called Longmire on Netflix, and it's uh, it's based in Wyoming. It's beautiful out there. Yeah, yeah. If everything is like Longmire, I-, I would love to live in Wyoming. It's fantastic. Cows and bulls running around. Yeah, yeah but you got to – I mean, can you imagine, right, because everyone's got cowboy hats and, you know, there's a saloon. And here comes Nikki Six yeah, from Motley Crew. <laughs> They're going to run him out of town like he's Frankenstein. There you go. Some rock news for you. 100.7 ZXL South Jersey's Rock Station and the ZXL Morning Show. I was way back uh, in the Philly baseball uh, yesterday, and I was so excited. Saturday we're um, uh, driving around town. I'm killing time on Saturday because my wife's got this little get-together she's doing so that we weren't invited to. So me and the little guy are just – kind of driving all over south jersey so i you know once again everyone's got philly fever now because the phillies are in the playoff hunt right it's just the season is so long yeah and this is only matter the last couple weeks now, now yeah, people man. you know every game matters and and so uh i'm like you know what i tell the little guy because uh, my my wife's get-together is in south philly i said you know what we'll do we'll park the car and we'll walk around the stadiums we'll walk around so i'll show you where the eagles play show you where the phillies play Where the flyers sixers play he's like all right well, I forgot. There's a game on Saturday afternoon. it's like, oh, a, three, yeah. it's like a 305 game. I'm like, "Oh, well, I'm not eh, okay. <laughs> I'm not going to park for $40 so we could just walk around." Right, yeah. And then it kind of made me miss the vet because the vet I could I could park for almost nothing <laughs> and then get $2 <laughs> tickets and walk in and just kind of walk around. But even the cheapest tickets, I think, to the Phillies game are still like $40. I was going to ask you, man, if you thought about just going up there. Cause yes, I did. And then I, I'm like, I'm not. The game bar is already started. We're like in the third inning. And I'm like, I'm not going up there and paying $40 a ticket no. just to walk around and just because the kill time. And I'm not p- paying $40 to park just to walk around. It should be like a bar when it used to do beat the clock. Yeah, like after every inning, the price of the tickets should go down because you're not going to get would the full think game. Think like after five innings, just let me in for free. Yeah, see, those are the good old days, man. Back at the vet when the Phillies were like two not dollar very tickets, good. dude. We would go for two dollars, man. Walking yeah. to a ballpark doing something, man, or even a Phillies two dollars. Jeez. like size. I have to watch Steve Bedrosian and Von Hayes play, <laughs> but still, you know, it would be I'd have to watch Steve Jelts, uh, but it would still be a two dollar ticket. So then I'm like, all right, I go to the little guy, and this is where Philadelphia really bit me in the rear. Where'd you take them, PBR at Xfinity Live? Well, so I'm like, well, no, because it's like $30 to park for Xfinity Live. And then it hits me. Oh, we're in another state. We're in another city. And this city has a mask mandate. Oh, geez, yeah. I don't have a mask in the car. I don't have a mask on me. I drive by Xfinity Live. Huge sign. Need a mask to come in. Wow. I even about if you that. sit outside, yeah. you still yeah. have to wear a mask to walk in the walk outside. So I'm like, oh, okay. I'm and like, that's not right. even just walking in with the mask and then getting to your table and taking it off. Are you able to take it off when you get in well, there? If you sit outside, you can take it off. But I mean, if you sit inside, I don't know the rules they have. Right, yeah. So then I'm like, oh, okay. Well, this is going to stink. So then we cruise over to Chickie and Pete's, right? I'm like, all right. Well, it's it's an old supermarket. Come on. Chickie yeah. and Pete's. Mm-hmm. I know. I can Come on, Pete. I know you're going to allow me in there without a mask. I drive over to Pete, you know, Chicken and Pete's. Pete says no. Got to wear a mask. I don't have a mask. So I'm like, okay. Now there's a great pizza spot right by Chicken and Pete's called Celebris. Yeah, good luck. So I go there. You, and I'm like, good old South Philly pizza place. There's no way they're going to have a sign on the door saying you have to wear a mask. He don't care. Big old sign right there on the yeah. door. You got to wear a mask. Uh, I'm Lorenzo like, hey. says no. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, no Celebris. So now I'm like all right well I guess we're back back over the Whitman back to New Jersey we have to go to beautiful downtown Deptford and 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 have uh and have dinner in Deptford. Yeah, how about that? Now you can drive 10 minutes over the bridge yeah. and there's no mask. No mask. Yeah, no man, mask rule city. at all. They got it wrong, bro. And yeah. I'm like this is this is awful. So I got, really got bit in the ass when it came to this mask mandate in Philadelphia because I'm a, I didn't i did not have a usually I have a couple in the car. And I just cleaned the car and got rid of them, thinking, "Who needs these, dude?" I walked. Well, I did. The, I walked into the chiropractor last week, and in any medical spot, you got to have a mask. Yeah. I ended up digging into the back of the seat, rather right, the pocket behind my seat, and I found the one. I don't know. It was like Looney Tunes ones. It's my kids. It, it's it's small. I, I end up wearing that in because you're right. I don't carry. I put I put them back in my car now because who knows? But yeah, now. So 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 you had to wear one into a medical building. I had to wear one to Xfinity Live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's that in Philly, it's the same. It, it must be the same place. They must be doing medical experiments in Xfinity Live. They're both filled with disease. Yes, yeah, Celebri's Pizza yeah. must be doing some type of medical exams. Because I was, I had to wear a mask in the Celebrities. I bet you those girls in South Philly are looking good, though. You can only see half the face. That's what it is. And then I'm watching people walk down the street in a mask. Yeah, the whole thing's silly, man. And I'm like, yeah. what are you doing? I couldn't wait to get back over to New Jersey. So the ballpark, are we back wearing them at the ballpark? I think you have to wear them to, to walk in. And then once you go to your seat, you can take it gotcha. off. Gotcha. But the concourse, you have to wear the mask. I think. I don't know. I haven't been there. Yeah. All I know is that I couldn't I couldn't eat anywhere on Saturday in Philadelphia because I didn't have a mask. It sounds stupid, but that that's hurting businesses, man. They don't get that. I drove back to New Jersey, yeah, because I didn't have to wear a mask in New Jersey. Yeah, they lost out on your forty dollars. I was never so happy to be in Deptford. Uh look, we can bag knock out some headlines. Oh. Uh, This or dusty? Anything racket or rotten or rusty Yes, I love fresh. Everybody loves this Shang-Chi in The Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, it's still number one at the box office for the fourth straight weekend. Now, the box office isn't what it used to be. But hey, number one still number one. It's brought in about $200 million just here in the US. That's pretty good, man. And that's just yeah. in theaters. Now I think you can I can, I think you can get it on Disney Plus too. I'm not positive. Uh so yeah, it's a it's it made $13 million this weekend. Uh it's made $196 million uh here in the US alone. That's really good for not a like uh I don't know like an A character, I guess, from Marvel. Like this guy's uh, an A? Alien. I mean this guy's like a, a Z character. Like I've never heard of Shang-Chi. So, But I think that's what they need. They need to find a new Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Stuff that people don't know that is interesting and fun. And apparently this story is hidden. People seem to dig this Shang-Chi. Like I said, my uh, my son, he saw it. He's uh, 18. He's a comic book dork. He gave it a thumbs up. Uh, Kanye West is the focus of a new upcoming documentary titled Genius. <laughs> Uh, it's spelled because you know he he calls, he calls himself what, what is he 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 calls himself uh Jesus, isn't Ye- he? Yeezy Oh Yeezus. Ye- Yeezus? Yeezus? He calls himself Yeezus, I think. Uh so this is jean J E E N Dash Y U H S. Uh the first clip from the film features footage of a young Kanye and most deaf delivering an impromptu are rendition listen to, listen to what you're reading. of their college dropout collaboration. Two words, Jean Yus, directed by Cody Simmons and Chica Uza, is billed as a three-act documentary that has been in the works for 20 years, <laughs> ever since Kanye debuted with his 2003 music video Through the Wire. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> Uh, Eminem is turning one of the most famous lines in music history into a new restaurant. He's going to open a restaurant called... Now, this I know is it. great. Wait, let me guess it. Is it uh, Mom's Spaghetti? Mom's Spaghetti. Perfect. Because of the line in the song, Lose Yourself, Vomit on My Sweater Already. Mom's Spaghetti. I hope it becomes a chain restaurant and they put them in all the malls like the Sabaros. Here's where it won't be successful. Detroit. That's where it's <laughs> opening next Wednesday, September 29th. It's actually this Wednesday. Uh, the restaurant's name, of course, is from Lose Yourself. Uh, his palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on his sweater already. Mom's Spaghetti. I hope that's how you have to order. Uh, it's not a new concept. Uh, m M&M opened up a Mom's Spaghetti pop-up shop. Back in 2017 yeah but see to me the draw of a good Italian spot first of all it should be a one-off right yeah. one-off somewhere yeah and it should be some type of history like we go to a place where it's like the family like they're actually from Italy they make a good they make a good, yeah, like, good it's, food once again uh, it's in Detroit uh, I don't know if you've heard anything about Detroit not not a nice city uh, they, they're gonna have um, spaghetti sandwiches and okay. the classic spaghetti and meatballs but it really is just a spot to sell M&M gear yeah, yeah, yeah. it's got a lot of M&M merchandise yeah NBC has officially ordered the Night Court Revival series, the multi-camera comedy, which comes from the outmatched and unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt executive producers and the Big Bang Theory producers. It's been in the works since December. Uh, The pilot has been shot. It's based on the original series uh, Night Court, which we all know and love. And now, since we don't have Harry Anderson, right, the great Judge T-Stone, Harry T-Stone, we're getting what's going to be his daughter, and, uh, oh he, God! His really? His daughter is uh. going to be the judge. The only person coming back from the original Night Court is John Larroquette, who played Dan Field. Unless she looks a little bit like him, but then again, are we? Is this this woke thing? But <sighs> I, well, no, so I, I mean, love the idea because I love the original Night Court. Uh, let's see here. Nintendo has sparked an uproar. I guess Italian Americans are very upset because they're doing a Super Mario Brothers movie. It's a cartoon. And Chris Pratt, who's not Italian, is doing the voice of Mario. Oh, gosh. They want an Italian to be cast as Mario. I hope they get one. And he just drops F-bombs. Ugh, come on now. Uh, We'll wrap it up with this, man. Michael K. Williams, such a talented actor. He played Chalky in Boardwalk Empire. He was in The Wire, right? Uh, They confirmed that his cause of death. Dude, this stuff is killing everyone. Fentanyl. It's, he had a drug problem, right? He had a mix of cocaine and heroin in his system. That probably wouldn't have killed him, but it was mixed with this fentanyl. Wow! And this fentanyl, man, is like super deadly. And uh, yeah, so Michael K. Williams, Chalky from uh, Boardwalk Empire. Uh, it was an overdose uh, caused by fentanyl. Well, this just stopped now that we have the border secured, you know, and we fired all the police uh, Suck, horses. Man. I mean, yeah. the guy was a successful actor, 54 years old. It just shows. Once you get hooked into this stuff, man, man it's man. always with you. Uh, there you go. Some trash 11. for you. 7 ZXL, South Jersey's Rock Station, and the ZXL Morning Show. Uh, so my wife survived. Those she, pictures were awesome that she took, by the way, so, in a weird kind of so, I'm-in-a-bad-area She way. is South Philly proud, grew up in South Philly, grew up in a rough area called Gray's Ferry, right? And when she grew up, she has great memories of it. But then it got real bad real quick, and her parents were smart. They were like, all right, we're— we're headed to Jersey, like the beverly hill <laughs> yeah, we gotta go, we're gonna take that ride over that bridge, yeah, and, uh, like so many South Philly people ended up in Cape May County, yeah, I love when the parents have to make that move, They're like, I don't know, the neighborhood's just bad now, we gotta go well i mean my my father in law man worked his balls off, has this little row home, right all of a sudden now he he moves to Cape May Courthouse, he's got like more than an acre, yeah, like. Living he, a great like, life, sure. Yeah. You yeah. you would think that he's like Howard Hughes down there. He has a driveway. He could park his car. And so uh, so my wife, if you t- if you tell her that she grew up in Cape May County, she'll kill you. She's like, no, I grew up in South Philly, right? Like, there yeah. is no part of her that looks at New Jersey and says, like, there's there, like I grew up here. Well, I tell everybody I'm from Chester. There you go. Because I was you born in Chester. Chester, PA. So she stays very close with a lot of girlfriends who are still up in South Philly. Uh, and, and we go up there. We have a lot of fun when we go there, but there's good parts of South Philly, and there's bad parts, right? And I think anyone who's ever been to a game, a Phillies game, Eagles game, Sixers, Flyers, they've seen it. There's good parts and bad yeah. parts. See, I do remember the good parts. I uh, I remember going to a Monday Night Football game. My buddy's grandmom lived in South Philly, yeah. and it was, man. It was just a of. Everybody knew each other. That's You're sweeping the stoop. You got the corner deli everybody would go to. My wife's husband, or my wife's friend's husband, he says it the best. He goes, Every block is its own community, and he goes. That's he goes. We live on a good block, yeah. but two blocks over, it's really bad. And then a block over from there is really good. God, we were. In, I was in eighth, ninth grade, and we walked from the row home with my buddies yeah. to the Monday night football game, and then back at midnight. Dude, my my father in law, his mom, still alive. You know, looks good. Was with her yesterday. She lives. You walk out her front porch, right? Well, her front door to her porch, her stoop in South Philly. She's staring at center field at Citizens Bank. That's Vancouver. awesome, man. That's like a good piece of property. It really is cool. So uh my wife gets word that they're gonna tear down like their local YMCA that she grew up in. It has another name. It's like something with a V. And it was where they learned how to swim and they played little league and basketball. It was their YMCA, Big Park, and now it's getting torn down. Is she gonna save it? Well, no, but now one of her girlfriends who lives in South Philly is like we're going to have one last party at the park. I guess this is when they were kids. This is where yeah. they would go, you them. know, to, to sneak 40s, right? <laughs> well, here's the problem. It's in an awful part of South Philly that, now. That's why they're closing it down. To the point where it's, like, fenced off. Like, <laughs> they got to break in, right? To, to, to go. So my wife's like, I'm going to this reunion. And I'm like, no, you're not. There's no way you're going. Like You're going to get killed. And so, uh, of course, she wins and she goes. And uh, she said there was a lot of police presence. Yeah, of course. But it's like yeah. it's 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 a different neighborhood than it was 25 years ago. And now you got 50 knuckleheads all drinking in this park, yeah. right? And I'm just waiting for it to turn into Boys in the Hood, where yeah. they just <laughs> a car drives by and there's just a shooting. I guess just like the the bad people in the area got to be looking over, like that's what, what are I they, said to my wife. What are they doing? I said to my wife, I go, did anyone like did anyone from the the neighborhood now like yeah. walk over and go. What are you guys doing? Yeah. Like, why are you in our park? And uh, she said everything was cool. You know, they were smart, man. It was early in the afternoon. Sure. Yeah, before you know, the they criminals get up. They sure. made sure yeah. the sun was very bright. Yeah. And it was out before the vampires came in and attacked the <laughs> park. Um, but then I could kill my wife, man. I was like, all right, let me know what time I'm, I'm going to come pick you up. I'm going to end all day. What time do you want me to come pick you up? So finally, she's like, I'm going to sleep at my friend's house. Don't worry about it. And I was like, I'll come get you in the morning. What you know? Ten o'clock. I get like nine thirty. Ten o'clock. I get the. Oh, I'm going to take an Uber home. Oh man. I'm like you're going to oh, get killed. This is how murders happen. Yeah. A young girl, she's very young, gets in a in an Uber by herself, and she gets you never see her again. Yeah. That awkward forty minute. You've drive. already survived this YMCA park that you could have been shot in. Yeah. Don't you feel like at that point, like a like a like a Super Bowl winning coach? Now you're going to get out. into an Uber by yourself Damn. and ha- take a forty five minute drive. Luckily, the Uber driver was a girl, so my wife felt a little a, a little safe. You know, she felt safer because the woman was a, a, a female driver. So all good, fun time. Girls got to see the YMCA for the last time. No one got shot. No one got shot. Uh, I'm sure they had to clean up all of their uh, you know their white claw cans, but <laughs> other than that, yeah. Now they got to say goodbye to the YMCA. Uh, Look, we get back. We'll do a thing called "You Think You." Ever Been. You think you've got it bad. Ooh, this is scary. Uh, An 11-year-old boy was accidentally stabbed by an overzealous actor in a haunted house last week. I guess now it's haunted house season, right? Uh, So the boy was entering the seven floors of hell haunted house. Oh, my God. (laughs) This is in Cuyahoga (laughs) County Fairgrounds. I think that's outside of Cleveland. There's seven full floors of hell? Uh, the. So the actor, right? That's the guy. They call him actors. They're the people that work at the haunted house. He had a real knife, like a real hunting knife, and he stabbed the boy in the foot <laughs> to scare him. I guess he meant to stab the floor, but stabbed the kid's foot. The knife went through the child's Croc-style shoe and cut his toe. The kid should have had his foot cut off for wearing Crocs. 100% I agree. Uh, the unidentified actor, who's 22, agreed. With police, who suggested that it was not a good idea to use a real hunting knife instead of the one that the uh, the props that were given to him for the haunted house. The boy was treated at the scene for a minor injury to his toe. Uh, he refused further treatment. He then continued to tour the haunted house. Police confiscated the knife, but files, uh, but no charges have been filed against the actor. Because even the mother of the kid with the crocs who got stabbed, even she said it was an accident. He made a stupid mistake. Yeah, but if you're the actor, right, is this, uh, oh, damn, I left my prop knife at home, but I happen to have a real buck knife in my truck. I'll grab that. I think it's like, because uh, I've watched documentaries on these people. They want to take it up a notch. Right, yeah. They really want to scare yeah, you. Yeah. And it's like, just shut up. Yeah. I go so out not there honestly, just put it in your clown mask and scare me. I hate haunted houses. I don't like yeah. to be scared, so I don't go in them. Uh, two daughters of a North Carolina woman who died last month say they walked up to her casket and found what, JoJo? Two daughters. So the daughters were at a funeral, at their uh-huh. mom's funeral. They walked up to the casket and found what? Their mom was missing. It was another woman dressed in their mom's clothes. <laughs> While well, such mix-ups do happen, uh, Jennifer Taylor and Janetta Archer said that the viewing at the funeral home uh, was especially painful as employees initially claimed the woman in the casket. No, just was their mom. Uh, it, it wasn't. Um, they said the woman didn't even look like their mother their size was way off said the daughter the sisters say employees initially denied there was any issue and only admitted their mistake after finding their mother's body in an embalming room the body was switched for the strangers allowing the service to go ahead as planned the following day but we just couldn't understand how this could happen said the daughter yeah poor dead mom like she's a uh, she's an extra large but they got her a medium clothes <laughs> i know how she feels uh, yeah, it it happens more than you think. I could see that happening because yeah. I mean, you just drop off a bag of clothes like, yeah, here, Barry mom, and this. Here's her necklace. Here's her ring. You don't know whose that is. And you're you're you know you're I don't know making nine dollars an hour at a funeral home. Like <laughs> you're like I don't know. I just whatever. It's an old lady. Throw her in the casket. Let's let's roll her out. These people are here waiting. Uh this is a real kick in the nuts. A Kenyan police officer woke up from a coma after nine months to find out he'd been fired for not showing up to his job. Neither the family nor the police force had any idea that the man was in a coma. His niece told the BBC uh, she thought he was dead. Turns out that he had been a victim of a road accident in one of the country's biggest hospitals all along. He only regained consciousness last weekend, although he has still not regained his full memory. He was able to identify himself by name and that he was a police officer. Uh, The family searched morgues and other hospitals and could not find him. The officer was discharged from the hospital last Friday, and he's at home now. Arrangements are being made to reinstate him to the police force. However, his niece said the police, uh, the policeman in his late fifties, was looking forward to retirement anyway. So maybe this just escalated the process. No, we got you. No call, no show. You're out of here. Yeah, I, I mean, in a coma, man. <laughs> I don't know. Once again, it's Kenya, so yes. I can only imagine what the process is and what a hospital looks like in Kenya. Uh, There you go. Uh, Those people, they have a pet. You, uh, not so much. I did spend a lot of money eating out over the weekend. I realized when my wife isn't home that I'm starving for things to do with the kids. And my kids are right. Like, Saturday it was nice. I'm out doing some yard work. I'm like, just go outside and play. We'll, We'll do what? I don't know. Just be outside and do something. Do something I don't know it's beautiful out. Throw a rock at the shed. Walk through the woods. Find a stick. I don't care what you do. Just do something. So then it came to like dinner time. And I'm like, hey, you know what? I really haven't done much with the kids because I'm watching football most of the day on Saturday anyway. So you decided to go make a really nice, healthy dinner when the kids are going to help you. We went to what I PJ's, which is my favorite place. It's uh, a wing spot. It's like yeah, uh, yeah it's, like, it's called PJ Wellahan. Line out the doors, yeah. so and we go to another spot called Pat's, and we go. Which it was. I was I, I was out and about Saturday, too. Places are packed. They are. Yeah, everywhere you go. I was in a, a little town called Deptford, New Jersey. Have you ever heard of Deptford? There's a mall. I've been to that mall many times. Sure. Uh, so I was out by Deptford. And, and uh, boy, we tried to get into a Chili's. Yeah. I don't know if you heard. It's a very fancy <laughs> restaurant. Uh, we tried to get reservations. The line was out the door at Chili's. Yeah, and, and listen, without kids, I would have waited in line. I'm not waiting in line with the kids. So no. We ended up going uh-huh. to like a different spot. And- Dude, we ended up at a Pizzeria Uno. Yeah. I haven't been to a Pizzeria Uno in 20 years. Right. I think everybody, when they go out to eat now, they don't get their first choice. They no. usually settle for like second a or third choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Friday, I don't want to cook. I could have cooked. We order pizza. So I have pizza on Friday and Saturday. Probably spent about $100 on food this weekend. Easily. But- oh, yeah. We went out Friday night. My wife wanted to go out. So you, 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 you drop. Now, I'm not drinking. So that saves a bit of though. Oh, yeah. But still, yeah. You, you drop a nice chunk of change Friday night, which, once again, line out the door of the place we wanted to go to. Uh, Saturday, I got to kill time. So me and the little guy. Lunch consists of the uh, Philadelphia Pretzel Factory. Okay. Oh, right? The, hot dog, the hot dog lunch. in the soft pretzel. Yeah. Right? I like that. Uh, then we do some shopping. And then dinner consists of Pizzeria Uno. Yeah. While we wait for mom. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so you drop in some dough. Uh, you know, not a, not at home making healthy meals at all. No. no make the- your own pizza and make your own Sunday was not a real healthy meal. It was nice, too, because my wife wasn't home to judge me when the pizza came on Friday. So I was able yep. to have two full slices instead of the one and then the salad that she likes to make. It's funny, man, because uh, my, my wife's kind of looking at me last night. And I think she was waiting for me to pull that plug and be like, hey, let's order dinner. Like, let's order out. Yeah. And I was like, nah, nah, we went out Friday, went out Saturday. We're not ordering out on Sunday. We can eat leftovers. you know, Whatever's left in the fridge, that's what we're going to have. And now my eight-year-old, he's too big for the the children's menu, so he gets a full-size cheeseburger. In my mind, I'm just counting it up. It's a waste, isn't it? And then the little guy, he wants pizza again. So I get him a big old pizza. Doesn't eat any of it. Ah, I'm like, come on, man. man. Come on, man. Brought it home. Drives me nuts. Yeah, that's the one thing my wife can fault me for over the weekend is I probably spent more money on food than I should have. Probably around like the ninety dollars mark. Tell me if this drives you up a wall. My wife did this, and I I got so angry. Little guy doesn't eat his dinner Friday night when we're out to dinner. She still orders him dessert. No, I was like, she did it while I went to the bathroom. So I come back and there's dessert. I'm like, what are you doing? No, you gotta gotta eat dinner. You gotta you gotta earn dessert. He barely touched his burger. And now we're gonna give him. And now I know. I know why she did it because she also shared it with him. Gotcha. So she won a couple spoonfuls. Like, I'm I like, do that come too. Come on, man! Yeah. You're telling him he did a good job not eating his dinner. Because next time when he goes out, he's like, "Wait a minute! I'm not gonna eat this." When uh-uh. I can just get dessert. Right, That's the dessert. some BS yeah. right there. Yeah. He. You know what? Uh, your son won and her zero. Yeah. He but won who, that one. Yeah, but who ate his yeah. cheeseburger at, at like you know 10:30 that night? Who did? Me. There you go. So <laughs> yeah. you won him one, wife zero. So yeah. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 don't eat that. Pack it up, because I know Daddy will be hungry later. Uh, Everybody, thanks for the phone calls today. They're always welcomed on the show. Glad we're all a part of it. Stay there. And we're going to kick off that rock block. It is 100.7 ZXL, South Jersey's Rock Station ZXL Morning Show.